What's going on, y'all? This is Mike Brown, and I just wanted to welcome y'all to this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. It's a special episode. Um, This is a preview to the two dope boys in a conversation podcast. Um, I don't know. We just trying to see what we can do. And if y'all feel it, you know, we'll bring more. And if not, that's okay, too. Still going to have him on the show. But, yeah, man, it's the two dope boys. Enjoy the show. Oh, also, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this podcast wherever you listen to it. It helps. It really does. So thank y'all for listening. It's Mike Brown, and it's The Art of Letting Go. Yo, what up? This is Mike Brown, and this is James Woods, and this is Two Dope Boys in a Conversation. Yes, sir. What's going on? James Woods, a.k.a. That Yoga Dude. Feel free to feel free here with Mike Brown. Two dope boys in the conversation. Yeah, man. Shit, how are you feeling today? You about to be 35 next week? Well, Mm -hmm. in less than a week. Today's Saturday. I'll be 35 on Friday. I feel really light, really good. Sunshine and beautiful day in Chicago and L.A. Um, The last couple days I've been in the house. Feeling a little anxious, was a little off. Was like I just got um, a negative COVID result. Negative. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> you know, it's that extra layer of like. Sometimes I'll just be feeling off. Yeah. But now with the COVID stuff in the air, it's like, oh man, am I just a little anxious, a little off, or do I got COVID? You know, it's like man, I can still taste my food. Uh, I'm straight, but. So I was in the house last couple of days, um, just being with myself, laying down, um, kind of really just going through some some emotions, some thoughts, some feelings and stuff, and I needed that time and now to be outside with the homies, talking, laughing, uh, joking, just having a good time, really make it a good, good day, and I felt like... I feel like I just I got through a little mini episode. I feel like I yeah. moved forward a little bit. So how you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Um I feel like I've been feeling pretty stressed myself. Uh just going back to work and being in the space of COVID. Um because it's not something that really exists in my world like that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm aware of it. I know it exists, but I'm not always thinking about it. Right. And, um, yeah, just having to face it every day mm-hmm. has been a lot a lot of uh, anxiousness, anxiety. I feel you. I work alone. I live alone. I do stuff online mostly. Uh, I can go days without seeing people, especially people I know. But when I step outside my little bubble and my mom and them ask me, you know, are you being safe or you hear somebody who got it or you hear about a story, somebody this or somebody that, it bursts my little bubble and kind of just floods me with that. Yo, James, you, you have to be responsible for COVID and that's an additional responsibility, I feel. Um, and I ain't playing with it at all in any way. But like I said, when I live alone, I work alone, I really don't see people too much. My environment is controlled. 
it's not in my face as much, but when it is brought into my face, I, um, I try not to react to it as much because I think and physically, they say, you know, the leading cause of death or whatever from COVID is pre-existing conditions, and then the second is people stressing out over it. I could believe that. You know, so. Um, what does your environment look like in practice, like, in your life? Like, I have my morning routine. Yeah. I have my afternoon routine. I have my evening routine. And in that, in the middle of all that, it is me staring at a computer a lot of times, me working online, uh, staring, being on Instagram or social media too much sometimes. I watch my show. Um, so my morning routine, my night routine is pretty healthy. Yeah. And in the middle sometimes it can get a little unhealthy. <laughs> but me having a morning that starts off healthy and positive and an evening that goes down healthy and positive keeps me in that bubble keep that little daily routine so when somebody introduced something new into that like oh maybe this is that it's kind of like mm, you know it makes me want to retreat to my routine even more um so yeah i do i'm a pretty habitual person i do pretty much the same things i like going to similar places you know i'm 35 now so i got them, yeah yeah them old man moves <laughs> like Wednesday night bingo, I'm there. You know, I'm gonna see the same thing and do the same thing. Yeah. Um, to an extent. But yeah, I like my habits and stuff. Yeah, that's dope, man. What about you? What is a what is the Mike Brown bubble consist of? Um the Mike Brown bubble consists of shit, me and my dog a lot. Mm-hmm. Doing a lot of stuff together, um, creating shit. Mm. I just and not. I don't know. I don't feel like I have to create shit for anything right now, other than just feeling it, mm-hmm. and that feels good to me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. Like, it's not creating with like pursuit of nothing. It's just like creating just to be. Uh, sometimes I feel creative and sometimes I feel like I need to be productive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, when you, f- for me, when I feel like I got to be productive, I got to get this done. I got to, I got to produce something yeah. in that way. But when I'm just like, man, I feel like writing something. I'm just inspired yeah. by this or that. I just got this feeling I need to get out. That's a whole different energy, a whole different flow. And I like it when they combined, when I'm able to put that creative energy into something that I'm producing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's really how I'm shaping and creating my life right now. Like, I got this feeling. I got this emotion. I'm going to make something. I'm going to produce something with this feeling, this emotion that can continue to create my lifestyle. Yeah. And what I want. Um, I'm putting together this beginner yoga series. Y'all checking out. It's going to be dope. Um, And the theme, I kind of don't want to tell you what I do. The theme for the <laughs> yoga session is going to be um on the movie Friday. Wow. So we're going to go through some elements of health and wellness, mindfulness, meditation, and Smokey and Craig going to help us get through it. <laughs> um, a movie that inspired me, a movie that I, um, shout out to my sister, 
we just used to watch over and over and just have a good time. Yeah. And it was like, man, because, you know, a lot of the themes of webinars and stuff is fighting COVID, social justice now, empower this. Important. Cool. I do it, too. I'm probably going to do some more. I know for sure I'm going to do some more. Yeah. But I just needed Smokey and Craig to show me that meditation and yoga is something that I can do. Um, and it just it it just ties in, and I like using that angle of creativity for myself. It's like that's yeah, really I, fucking I do dope. That. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> September eighth, sign up on my Instagram. Not yoga do register free four week series, and at the end of the four weeks, you gonna have a yoga routine you can do as a beginner to consistently practice yoga for your health needs, especially for you teachers out there stressing because COVID is real in the classrooms. <laughs> yeah. And I was going to ask you, because I know you used to be in the classrooms and shit. Um, like, just aside from, like, COVID and shit, just being in the classroom, managing your emotions and also, like, children's emotions, how did you balance that in your life? I'm a person who established boundaries Yeah. early on because in my life, people have usually sought me for peace sought yeah. me for safety uh just growing up people felt oh, i can talk to you or i want you to be here i need you for this space um so i developed boundaries of cutting people off and cutting things off yeah whether it be distance or whether it be being kind of aloof standoffish whether it be an attitude i portray or push out um so i've learned how to create boundaries like that but at the same time, still trying to be supportive. And with kids, um, I step into the, sometimes I could just, just step into the authority role of like, no, 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 you can't go, you can't open this door or you got to stay back and do this. Whether emotionally, verbally, whatever, just I drop the authority bomb kind of in there. Yeah. I kind of let them navigate the different doors. Like I'm, I'll show, I'll share this with you um, to let you know it's safe. But I'm not sharing this with you, you know, and we keep this space here. It's just I had to learn how to be an authority because a lot of times I didn't take that authority on myself and I let people cross those boundaries and just, you know, use me as, as a pillow, as a safety place and sometimes just drain me for my desire to want to calm things down and relax and all that kind of stuff. So. Uh, just learning how to have those barriers and be like, nope, I'm the authority here and I'm only going to let this door open, that door open. You're going to keep that distance. Bam, side hug, elbow thing. I'm coming at you first before you get to, you know, come at me. So I'm limiting your choices. As soon as we come into class, we're doing this. This is the routine. I'm giving you a fist bump. You're doing a hug? You know we don't do that. Here's a fist bump. We're going to come and we're going to say one word to talk about our feelings because it's a safe place, but we only get one word. And if you want to talk about more, we can talk about it later and stuff. So really managing the space um, emotionally, physically and mentally and kind of coming in there with a format for them to feel safe. And at the same time for me to feel safe, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And like going back to like the feelings in one word, I guess for me as an elementary te school teacher, I think about like how would you do that? 
with younger kids because sometimes they just have so much to get out that one word that's when the authority piece comes in and the 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 formatting piece went in one word can you put it in one word i feel this 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 okay let's pick one of those words and choose it and come back there yeah let me get that and i know you use it before or one color or one noise give me a noise oink oink you know what i mean okay i get that um and i've gotten kids who say i feel sad i feel down cool we can make space to revisit that again later and you say one word at the beginning of the class and you say one word at the end of class is it still sad okay then we need this for or now you chill you now you relax now you whatever so like i said giving them a format giving them some boundaries to express themselves in but at the same time keep me even from wanting to dive in and and, and you know and get more out but I know I'm leaving in the next two minutes and stuff, class over and all that. So it took a lot of classes, man. I did a lot of classes to kind of manage myself and figure yeah. out a lot of reps, a lot of reps in, man. How do you, how do you manage? I know you are, you're a caring person, you're an empathetic person, and you get a lot of love and energy from them babies, man, from them kids. Is it easy for you to create boundaries for them? Um, yeah, it's easy to create boundaries. And I guess for me, it's like in like in the ones that are important and ones that aren't like, like I said, like kids shouting out sometimes like mm-hmm. don't bother me as much. Right. You know what I mean? Unless it's like actually dis- disrupting class, but mm-hmm. also get it like this is like the, I guess like the quote unquote norm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, because I. I don't know, I guess I was a student at one point and, you know, I guess having to feel like quiet and mm-hmm. be quiet, you know, I don't see nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I had to let go of what disrespect meant. Yeah. Because as a kid, disrespecting an elder looked totally different then than it do now. Yeah. <laughs> Kids would be so disrespectful. If they came up back when we came up, and I sound like I'm 35 old stuff now, <laughs> but I had to let that go. Yeah, because I wouldn't ever be able to do my work if I was like, "Oh, you disrespectful," because you just like, no, no, no. This is how I express myself now. Yeah. yeah. So I had to let go of how I was raised, how I was taught, and step into this is what's working now. This is who these people are now. Yeah. You know, I didn't like it back then, but I learned to take it because that's what the environment was. But now learning to be like, okay, um, this I would have wanted to have communication. I would have wanted to have X, Y, and Z. So, um, yeah, I had to learn what respect is for me and yeah. not focus on, oh, yeah, they disrespecting me because of when I was a kid. No, no, no. What? Let's be here. Let's be now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was, yeah. <laughs> Mike, man, what is what is value to you? Um, what is value to you? That's been on my mind. I know earlier we was talking about making those shifts in life. Yeah. And the shifts in life for me has been around what do I see value in? Yeah. You know what I mean? What is 
what is the top three valuable things right now for Mike Brown? <laughs> <laughs> top three, top three. Hmm, the top three. Man, the first thing that came to mind, honestly, for me was uh, like my personal relationships, like mm. family and friends. That mm. was like the first one. Um, that feels mm. really valuable mm. to me right now. Um, the second is like feeling good mm-hmm. like just really like you know just you know when you're feeling good mm-hmm. and really being in tune and and like feeling that and shit or more real shit um you continue to impact me on how much love you share and you give yeah appreciate that seeing you love on your dog seeing you love on your friends, feeling your love for me, seeing the love that you have for your family. At times, I'll be like, man, I got to really step it up. Because like, <laughs> Mike, he be loving on people and giving time and space and energy to people. And I feel selfish sometimes as I hear you talk about the amount of love that you give to people. But then it's like, okay, let me just, let me see how he doing it. Let me ask how he doing it, how he creates space for other people and it gives energy to other people and I see how much it fills you up I don't know if I'm built like that because sometimes other people can be feel like a burden to me but yeah. I just really love and admire and am inspired and and copy how you love people I appreciate that um yeah man I appreciate that and as you were saying that I think it it also like I think the more I love myself the more I'm able to really truly love on people mm-hmm. you know what I mean I think mm-hmm. I got better with love as I get better at loving myself I can see it I can see it man yeah like, it's visible by your behaviors and your actions and just seeing you develop as a person the love you have just developed for yourself. Yeah. Comes out in your speech. Um, you know what you haven't done in a long time that I can remember? Covered your mouth when you laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Use your hats <laughs> too, man. I know I, I did the same thing too before I had braces. Yeah. like I used to do it after braces too just because like, I don't know, I used to just, I was, I don't know, I just was not confident in my smile. Mm-hmm. But now I feel it. Like mm-hmm. I feel my smile. I, I can't stop. Sometimes I'll be smiling so much. I'll be like, God damn, stop smiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like I know I'm going to have them smile wrinkles and shit. Yeah. It's a good life. Yeah. A lot of times your smile ain't even just for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I talk, I've, I've heard people say like seeing me smile makes them smile. Yeah. It makes them feel good. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Cause I don't be feeling good all the time, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and that's that's what I I I guess I really just be wanting to express and say and feel. And it's and it's not like a concerning thing. Like I should be concerned about you because you're saying this, but it's like the truth. Like I don't mm-hmm. feel good all the time. You don't feel good all the time. No, nobody does, no. and nobody says that shit. <laughs> and it's. That really helps me to see love is even when you don't feel good, you still give love. 
Yeah, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, you going through it. We we talking and you going through it, but it's still you're like. And then I checked on this person and this did that, and it's like. But I'm I'm gonna tell you, man. My mama is like that. Um, like she's always really loved people and cared about people in the way she knew how. Mm-hmm. But like almost like more than herself Mm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but kind of going back to myself like when i like really learned how to love myself i really learned how to love people Mm -hmm. like in the way that people needed to be loved like really trying to understand that Mm -hmm. more does that make sense Mm -hmm. because everybody don't need to be loved the same way no no i'm learning that too because i'm and I thought loving people was, I said, being their ear, being their fixer, being their solution. Kind of, I thought loving people was being their therapist a lot of the times. And I had to learn, nah, that ain't always how you do it. Um, and learning my own limits of when I give. My mama always, both my parents, they love people and they show love to people, but then they go home, like. Yeah. My grandmama and both my grandparents, they always had people at the house. They always was just very, a lot more social. Like I said before, um, probably two, three weeks ago was the first time I ever seen my dad hang out with his friends. And that was a dope experience. Like to see my dad just being a friend and kicking it. That's like the first time I ever seen that. And my mom... She has plenty of friends, but usually she go out with them and stuff. And then she go home and chill and all that kind of like. So I just kind of seen their built-in boundaries with people. Yeah. And I kind of think I kept helped me to keep boundaries with people and kind of you talked about me being a loner earlier. Um, You know, I think I've seen my parents kind of be loners and do their own thing. So that's how I operate. And now figuring out how to be a loner when I want to and still what do I feel what makes me feel comfortable and caring and loving for people yeah you know what I mean this podcast is brought to you by <laughs> nah they ain't sponsored us brought to you by feel free to feel free <sighs> and you know what sometimes people be like sometimes people will say oh James you know you need to feel free to feel free and it gets on my nerves sometimes when like people tell me I need to do it, but it's it's true, and that's why I say it every day. Yeah, yeah. I say it on a daily basis to really remind myself when I'm getting in my head, when I'm feeling chained to my ego, chained to my beliefs, chained to how I grew up, chained to whatever I'm chained to at that time. Take a breath, let go, and like really feel free to breathe and be who the who you are in that moment. Yeah, I'm getting better. <laughs> That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I feel the same way. Yeah, I'm getting better. Yeah, I'm getting better at being James Woods. I'm getting more handsome. <laughs> <laughs> getting better at dealing with my anxiety. Yeah, I'm becoming a better friend, better son brother it's getting better man and 
I appreciate that. I appreciate me giving myself time to be better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Letting that thing marinate and just be better. Yeah. This thing take time to cook. <laughs> like it almost seemed like you like you like coming out of your cocoon because like, I feel like you were very in your life very rigid and like just mm-hmm. this is it and this is like you kind of just had this formula and that was it but now you like step out into the world you be a little more relaxed like which is cool is is mm-hmm. really cool to see like just to see you be out and shit. I was just scared, man. Yeah. And I stuck to that cocoon because the world was scary. Yeah. Because it wasn't aligned with what I thought it was going to be. So it was like, oh, I thought it was going to be this. And now I still got my routine. Like I said, I got my morning routine. I got my night routine. And so I wake up early and I do my morning routine. And that gives me more space to be free throughout the rest of the day. Yeah. And then my night routine. So I, I keep myself in these parentheses, you know what I mean? Yeah. And whatever in these parentheses is whatever. But as long as I have these parentheses, parentheses, I feel good. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What was that? Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. <laughs> Hell yeah. Pim, Pim Docs. Pim Docs. <laughs> um, parentheses, exponents, multiply, division, subtraction, addition. Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> Parentheses, Parentheses exponents. exponents, multiplication, right? Multiplication, Pim D A division, division, addition, subtraction, subtraction. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, yeah. So I got a little formula that I'm working <laughs> on right now, and um, yeah, I'm just working through a little formula for my life. That's what's up, man. Like. I will say you are like one of the most inspiring people for me in my journey. I think all of y'all like, right. you know, like even just seeing Crenshaw, like really just, cause I remember seeing this nigga perform and being scared on stage and shit. And now this nigga just be out there on a regular. Yeah. Like that's inspiring, man. And um, yeah, that be the shit that be keeping me going. Cause It'd be hard out here for a pimp sometimes. Yeah, man. And I think the stars align with us, man, because all of us is moving forward through life and kind of creating what we wanted to create, whether it's a family, a business, a lifestyle. We are creating it, and ain't no rules for this. Ain't no book. So everybody doing it. How they supposed to be doing it. And that's one thing that I'm letting go still of education telling me this is how you supposed to be doing it. Yeah. And it's all good, man. Everybody doing what they supposed to be doing, when they supposed to be doing it, how they supposed to be doing it. And I applaud you. Yeah, man. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Man, what are you bringing into 35? Like, what are you looking most forward Well, not most forward to, but, you know, what's something that you learned this year that you want to bring into the next year? Mm, self-love. Yeah. Self-love, yeah. And I kind of want it to be more prolific than that, but no, nah, it's just straight <laughs> up. Self-love. Hey, that's, that's a big thing, though. It is. 
and self love for what it looks like right now with me. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's gonna look different tomorrow at the end of the day. Um, yeah, but man, I've um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing what I need to do to love on James right now, and and figure out what that means. Um, so yeah, I'm bringing a lot of self love, and and I remember thirty. I felt good at thirty. Thirty was felt like a really good birthday. Yeah. Um, that was kind of the last birthday I, I really felt like felt good. I can really remember. I don't really remember. Well, I remember thirty one. Mm, thirty one was <laughs> a little bit of struggle. I don't really remember thirty two, thirty three, thirty four last year was like another year I decided to spend it alone. I spent a couple of birthdays alone as needed and so yeah I, f- I feel good coming into this birthday being James and believing in James hey I believe in me that's what's <laughs> up man I believe in me believe in me uh Mike Brown you'll be 35 I will be um 35 years old yeah 6 2 Six three, six five, six five, African American, living in Los Angeles, owner of a dog, adopted a dog, <laughs> um, educator, musician, friend. What is the? What else am I forgetting? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, what else do you want to bring in a thirty five? Uh, confidence. Confidence. I want to bring confidence into 35. That's good. Yeah, because it feels good. Mm-hmm. Where your confidence come from? Um, <sighs> Experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> experience, but like root, root, my parents. Mm. Like, my parents have always, uh, just made me feel like I was a shit. Mm. And I believe that. What made you waver from that belief? Um honestly, I would say my views on how I thought society saw being gay. Mm. And mm-hmm. feeling connected to that and being afraid to be connected to that. I mean, 10, 20 years ago, when the little Nas X. Yeah, yeah. It was not a, from my perspective, it wasn't nah, a cool thing to be gay. Nah. Um, so I can see how you can internalize that. Yeah. And, like, even just hearing the word, like, you just like, oh, shit. Like, motherfuckers used to say gay and say it didn't mean to be gay, but right, it was also, right. like, Right, in your mind, it's something different. You know what I mean? You know, and uh, and as I was describing you, I forgot all about that. Yeah, and I I think I think like I'm just being honest, like with myself right now. Like I think my fear of what I thought that meant to me, I thought it would like it, it held me back a lot. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm so like 
nigga, I'm Mike Brown, and I know who the fuck Mike Brown is. Because, like, yeah, all those things could be there, but it's like, so the fuck what? So what? <laughs> like, so what? You know, but, yeah, man, uh, just really being confident in who I am is something that is important to me. Like, I feel I feel the self-love has been there, like, for a while now, so mm-hmm. it's like that comes natural, but the confidence wasn't natural. Yeah. Or at least I didn't feel it. Maybe, you know, it may have projected a different way, but I didn't feel it. Yeah, I feel like me loving myself comes from getting rid of all those titles and descriptions and stuff and being Mm -hmm. like, if all that changed tomorrow, today, I still am good with who I am. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah. There's no description that can ever really describe who I am. Yeah. And at that peak, that that me that can't be described that can't be quantified can't be put a name on it i love that person me too i love that spirit that soul that entity whatever (laughs) you want to call it i am in love with that and i feel like my confidence comes from me knowing how to express that yeah you know what i mean yeah like (laughs) you can't you can't even experience what's inside here until I give it to you. And I don't know. I know how to give it to you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm getting better at giving the best of me. Yeah, man. I feel you. I feel you. So I can't. Ooh, that's what I'm like. <laughs> I'm trying to slow down because I'm like 35, 45. Ooh. <laughs> man. I'm getting oh, better. Shit. Yeah. At giving the best of me. Yeah, man. And that is a good feeling. That's fucking dope. Yeah, yeah. So and and I can I can give it freely knowing it's infinite. It's forever. Like it ain't no shortage of it. Oh, I gotta put this the special reserve I gotta put to the back. Like, no. All of it is good. Yeah. So, I'm gonna give it, but I'm I'm learning how to give it in ways to create more good. That makes sense, you know. Sometimes you give it, some people can't handle it, or you give it in a way that like you don't even understand the stuff yet. So, just learning how to continue to, because I think that's why we, you know, here we go. I think that's why we're here, like to to learn who we are and share who we are. Yeah. And so that. For me, that requires unlearning who somebody told me I was. Yeah. And you're very helpful in that. I appreciate you. I appreciate that, man. And trust me, you are as well. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. (laughs) Oh, shit. What you want to share right now with the world, man? Um... What do I want to share with the world right now? I don't even know if it's really like words, more so like just just action and living my life like I don't know, man. I'm I guess just sharing more of me. You know, through like conversation with people, not even like in like this kind of way, but like just you know, just expressing more of me and hopes of like that helps 
people express more of them. Mm. Mm-hmm. Helping them just helping them create that bridge to themselves. Mm-hmm. Like there you, there you go. You didn't see that? Well, I saw it for you. Go ahead. Yeah. I want to share my lighter side, man. Like it it be tripping me out when people be like, "Oh, James, you're so serious and you're so." I'll be like, dang, I don't never feel serious. So I want to share how goofy I am, how silly I am, my sense of humor. I want to share that more. Yeah, I feel laugh. I do feel that too. Cause like I feel like I be feeling like I'm funny, mm-hmm. <laughs> but sometimes I guess I do give off like, you know, like just a very serious or like yeah. you know, just in tune. It's like no, nah, nah. I'm just out here like everybody else. Everybody else. <laughs> It's all a game. <laughs> I'm not trying to take myself too serious. Yeah. So, just want to laugh, smile, dance, be relaxed, be loose. Um, you know, I don't. I don't even want to act like I got all the answers and I know all the knowledge and I gotta. No, let me laugh. Let me have fun. Let me have a good time. Enjoy myself. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> and all that. <laughs> freestyle, Mike. Let's get a freestyle. All right, I'll put a beat on. <laughs> so, uh, thank you for tuning into this week's episode of The Art of Letting Go. If you like what you heard, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share this podcast. Um, Also, give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. Put it in the comments. Um, Send me an email, a phone call, whatever. I'm here. Uh, Yeah, this is Mike Brown, and thank y'all for tuning in. See y'all next week. Peace.